Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev. Yom Tov, everybody. And indeed, today itself, Erev Pesach is, wow, such a special day. Today itself is a Yom Tov. In what way? Well, God forbid, somebody's sitting Shiva. When a Shabbos comes, part of the Shiva, they sit until as much time as they need to prepare before Shabbos. Today, and today only, we get up at Chatzos at mid-the-day in the New York area, about 12.57. Secondly, we should not work this afternoon. Why? Because when once carbon was brought in the base of Migdash, they did not work on that day. Today is the day that our carbon was brought. Each and every Jew participated in the carbon Pesach, which, please God, soon, soon, we will have it. We are going through unusual times. Hashem has shut down the world. I don't know what the message is, but I can only tell you that He is good. (coughs) And the end is going to be good. We don't know how yet, but we trust Hashem. Today you have to make an Erev Tavshilin. You designate a cooked food, either an egg, or piece of meat, piece of fish, and a matzah. You recite a blessing, and you pronounce the formula of Eruv that with these foods, this allows you to continue. You've started your preparation for Shabbos, and you can continue on Friday. On Thursday, tomorrow, you can cook for Thursday. You can't cook on Thursday for Friday. On Friday, you can cook for Friday. What about Shabbos? In order to enable you to cook on Friday for Shabbos, you have to make an Erev Tavshilin. In order to get your Seder plate ready, do the shank bone, roast it, before Yom Tov. Why? Because you're not eating it on Yom Tov. So therefore, roast it before, and so to the egg, the hard-boiled egg, preparing that for the Pesach Seder. Get your kittel ready for those who wear a kittel. And even if you're not leading the Seder with many others, even if you're by yourself, you're not by yourself. You're sharing your Seder with Hashem. Hashem is coming to your Seder. Bring pictures of children, of grandchildren, of rabbeim, of friends, and talk to them. Nothing wrong with doing that. And you are connecting. All of Israel is one soul. We are one, we're together, and we feel each other's plight. I'd like to simply go through the uh, 15 steps of the Seder, and I'm going to try to only give a minute to each, and that way I will try to go through the entire Seder quickly with you. Four cups of wine, the first cup and the first of the 15 simonim is Kadesh. The four cups of wine are four toasts. We're saying thank you to Hashem. I use the word wine because it's preferable to grape juice. If you cannot drink wine for health reasons, understandably, use grape juice. But everything being equal, get wine. You can use a low-alcohol wine, even 
4%. And that way, you only have to drink 4 ounces. And if you drink Rovco, a majority of the 4 ounces, that's also good. It's spaced out during the course of the evening. You can do it. Okay, when you drink, you lean to the left. Kadesh, we're saying thank you, Hashem. Ashabuch Arbanu, Mikol Amin, who chose us from all the nations. Urchatz, we wash our hands without a blessing. Why? One, so the children should ask questions. Two, because we relive tonight the way things were in the base of Migdash. And in the base of Migdash at that time, we were especially careful with Tuma and Tara, purity and impurity. And therefore, if your hands, before you wash them, touch a wet vegetable, your hands would impart impurity to it. So what do we do? We wash our hands without a blessing. Twice on the right, twice on the left. We then take a vegetable, okay, a small piece, whether it's potato, whether it's celery, when it ever, it could even take a piece of banana, because banana takes an adama. We recite a bore pre adama after we dip it in with our fingers to the salt water. Why? When you make this bracha over the karpas, you keep in mind that this adama, bore pre adama, the blessing that I'm saying now, should go as well for the maror later on. Because it's a question whether or not you should or should not make a bracha on the maror later on. Yachatz, what do you do? You take the middle matzah. We have three matzahs, unlike every Friday night and Shabbos day, that we have two challah. Tonight we have three matzahs. We take the middle matzah, Mr. Levy, and we what? Break him in half. The larger half is put away for the afikoman, and the smaller half we keep with us, and over that smaller piece of matzah, we will be reciting the Haggadah. Okay, now, next, Magid. Magid is one of two biblical mitzvahs that are unique to tonight. The first mitzvah is to tell the story. Every night and every day, at the end of the Shema, we remember, period, that Hashem took us out of Egypt. That's it. However, on the night of the Pesach Seder, we elaborate. We begin by saying the bad and by then the good. What does that mean? We speak about our being slaves, and Hashem freed us. We speak about the fact that we come from idolaters, and Hashem welcomed us into His world of monotheism and the privilege that we have. The Magid is, we take the four verses in the Torah that were recited by the Jew when he brought his Bikurim, his first fruits, to the Beis Hamikdash, and these are four verses of Hakorah Satov. Thank you, Hashem. We recite these four verses. Magid is one big thank you, Hashem. We have the four sons, we have the ten plagues, and most important at the end, Rabbi Gamliel, who says you must know and explain the Pesach that Hashem passed over our homes, and we had the Paschal Lamb in order for Hashem to pass over our homes. We have the Matzah, which represents that we were hurried out of Egypt, which is the idea that this is beyond the natural. Time is limited, and this was way beyond time. And the Marar, how they embittered 
our lives in Egypt. Rachza. We made the second bracha, we drank the second cup of wine. When we drink the wine, we're leaning to the left. And we're now going to wash our hands. Twice on the right, twice on the left, with a bracha. We're about to eat a meal. This is a sudas mitzvah, a very special meal. And we honor the meal by washing our hands, that this is a preparedness that we're showing this is not just any... And even though we always wash our hands before we eat bread, we're doing that tonight, that's understood, but understand that the meal is special. Motzi, we make the bracha. One person can make it for everybody that's there. Hamotzi lechem min ha'aretz, it's a brikas nenin. We say thank you, Hashem, for the bread tonight it being matzah before the bread that he provides for us and the sustenance that he provides for us. Wow. Thank you, Hashem. Okay, here comes the second biblical mitzvah that we eat on the night of the Pesach Seder. And that is the matzah. And we eat the matzah, one, leaning to the left. Two, make it a nice size piece of matzah. Don't come with a ruler, but minimally... It should be four inches wide, six inches long, minimally. And understand, I'm going to ask you, what's in your matzah? And you're going to tell me, well, flour and water. And I'm going to tell you, excuse me, you're only half right. There's flour, water, and there is faith. Emuna, F-A-I-T-H. That's right. In your matzah. What's getting the world through Corona? How are we managing this? How are we keeping relatively calm in face of what the world is being shut down by Hashem? The emuna, the belief that whatever He does is good. And just because I can't understand the good now doesn't mean that it's not good. Moshe asks in Parshas Kisisa, Hashem, let me see you. The Talmud understands it to mean that Moshe was asking, let me understand you. And Hashem said, no, man cannot understand me while he is, quote, alive, while he is attached to his body. But the Reisos Achoroi, you will see after the fact, you'll be able to understand, wow, what Hashem has done for us. Okay, matzah. Now, maror. We eat the maror. The bitter herbs. Ideally, it should be romaine lettuce. You're going to tell me that your father and grandfather and his father and grandfather had horseradish. Have the horseradish after the romaine lettuce. The reason why they had horse—excuse me—the reason why they had romaine had horseradish. I was right. Is because they didn't have romaine lettuce. You didn't have it in Russia. You didn't have it in Poland. They had no choice. But we who have it, the Mishnah lists five different vegetables, and the first one that they list is the lettuce. So first have the romaine lettuce, and then have the maror. And we don't lean, we make a bracha, al-achilas moror. Then we have the korech, which is the sandwich. We take the bottom matzah, and we take the moror, the lettuce, and we make a sandwich of the two. And we say, listen carefully now, this is what Hillel did in the time of the Beis Migdash. And we look forward to the real sandwich. What's going to be in the real sandwich? The beef. It's going to be the Korban Pesach. Picture it. It's like a frankfurter, the bun, and the relish. We 
are going into the deli and we say, could we please have a franc? They say, the grill is closed, no more francs. Oy, oy, oy. Then you're saying, please give me a roll, the bun. Okay, you must really be hungry because that, like, the, where's the beef? That's what we're saying this tomorrow night, tonight rather, and tomorrow night. Where is, come on, where is the beef? We want the Korban Pesach. But right now we have a sandwich of the two, the matzah and the moror. Now listen carefully. Think about it. The matzah represents freedom. We were rushed out of Egypt. And the moror represents servitude. And we're eating both together. Okay, my friends, time is up. Are we leaning? Are we not leaning? And the answer is, yes, we are leaning, which is a sign of freedom. The matzah prevails over the Marar. What does that mean, my friends? It means Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elokeinu, Hero Israel. Hashem who is our God, Hashem Echad. The name Hashem, my friends, is Rachamim, Mercy. The name Elokeinu is Din, Judgment. Hashem Elokeinu, God is both, but Hashem Echad, He's one, and that's the one that prevails at the end, the Mercy. It's all mercy. We don't understand Corona. Hashem Echad. Keep that in mind when you lean to the left, eating your Korech. Shulchan Arach. What does that mean? You eat your meal. It's not just that you're hungry and you're eating a delicious festive meal. And if you are a Sephardi, you're eating roast. And if you are an Ashkenazi, you're not eating rose, and both for the same reason, to remember the Korban Pesach. Either we eat it like the Sephardim say, this is like the Korban Pesach, or we don't want to go near it to give the impression. Be it as it may, it's like a Korban Toda. When we had a Beis Migdash, you brought an offering, a gift offering to Hashem for four different occasions. God forbid somebody was sick, Chola, somebody who crossed the, the sea, S-E-A, somebody who had Yisurim, which means that he was uh, afflicted and bodily. And finally, somebody was in the desert. And we went through all four in the Egyptian experience. We were sick. We were sick for Chola. And we went through the Yam with the Yamsuf. And we had Yisurim in Mitzrayim, and finally we went into the Midbar. Having said that, understand that this meal is special. It's like an avoda. It's like when the Kohanim ate from their Korban, that's what we're doing. Try to keep the table talk at the meal related to things which are more of a holy nature as opposed to things which are more secular. Boreich, wow! The mitzvah of Birkas HaMazon. Sing the Birkas HaMazon. It's a way of saying thank you to Hashem. Thank you for what we do have. Don't focus on what we don't have. You're right. We are not together. And that pains us. But focus on that we do have what we do. To thank God we have food on our table. To thank God we are healthy. Those are the things that we have to focus on. And when we say Borech, think about it. In the sec- Besides the first bracha of thank you Hashem for the food, the second bracha, thank you Hashem for the Torah that you have given us. Thank you Hashem for circumcision, which makes us special. Thank you Hashem for the land of Israel from which 
our blessing of food comes. Thank you, Hashem, for Jerusalem, which once again we will have back in terms of with the Beis Hamikdash. And finally, thank you, Hashem, for the fourth of the blessings of Pekas Hamazon, Hatov Amitiv, that you are with us even in exile. Okay, did I miss one? Uh, Tzafun, I might have missed it, forgive me. Tzafun is to eat the afikoma before your bench. Sorry about that. Here we go. What's that all about? That is according to Rashbam, Rashi's grandson. That's the fulfillment of matzah, because matzah was eaten at the end of the meal with the Korban Pesach. And the Rush says no. The main mitzvah of matzah came at the beginning of the meal. When you ate your matzah, and now you're remembering the Korban Pesach. But be it as it may, watch this. The word sofun means hidden. And basically we are saying that we don't know what's going on in the world today. Hashem's shutting down the world as we speak. Hashem's making us fulfill that which we're going to read in the Torah reading tomorrow, first day of Pesach, the second verse. That nobody is to leave their home until the morning. Amazing. Quarantine then. Quarantine now. And the Medrash tells us in Shmos Rabbah, chapter 3, paragraph 6, that there is, just like it was in the first redemption, so too it will be in the last redemption. He's coming. I'm not giving any false hope. Moshiach is on his way. And we have to yearn for him. And he is coming every single day. We yearn for the coming of Moshiach. So Tzofon is, we eat that afikoman, so that we end the meal with a taste of matzah in your mouth. Sorry for the uh, mixing up of the order. The Tzofon, the hidden, comes before the Borech, the Birkas Amazon. We had the second cup of wine when we finished the Haggadah, drinking to the left. We said the bracha then, asher golanu. When we finish the benching, we drink the third cup of wine. And now what's next? You have, we open the door, and we say to the child, if there is a child, and if not, anybody, go yourself, open the door. Who are you welcoming? Ilio Anavi. Ilio Anavi is here to say, as he did last year, as he did the year before, and as he will, and this is really going to happen, I promise you, strong words. How does Yudin have the chutzpah to promise you? Because this past Shabbos, we read the Navi Malachai. The Navi Malachai promised, God is going to send Ilio Anavi. That's it. If God says so, I'll put my money on that. Okay, now watch. We open the door and we say to Hashem, Okay, let's go. We are ready. You shall please pour your wrath upon the nations. Let's go. Let's get rid of that. Problems against the Jewish people. Let the world recognize what we stand for, how proud we are, our morals, our values, our Torah way of life. And then we go to Hallel. Wow. Hallel, my friends, is for the future. What does that mean? We say every day in our prayers, Vani I am celebrating what will be. Hallel, I'm singing for the future. Let me tell you something. Go back to the Afikoman a minute again. 
You're supposed to eat Yafi Komen in the New York area by 12.57. Why? And find out wherever you are when mid-the-night is. Not midnight, 12 o'clock, mid-the-night. Okay, now watch. In Mitzrayim, what happened until mid-the-night? And the answer is nothing. Until mid-the-night, Paro didn't say anything. At, at, at mid-the-night, when Hashem killed out the firstborn of Egypt, ah, then pa- Paro said the magic words, get out, you are free. Ah, at that point there, it's worth celebrating. But what did we do in Egypt? Listen to this, my friends. This is so powerful. In Egypt, we celebrated before mid-the-night. I'll ask you, what are you celebrating? Nothing happened yet. We're celebrating our faith. We're celebrating that God will take us out. What is the Hallel tonight of the Pesach Seder? The Hallel tonight and tomorrow night is we are celebrating that Hashem will take us out of this Golos. That we're going to realize we're not home. We're not in Israel. We don't have the base on Migdash. It is coming. That's what the end of the Seder is all about. And that's what we come to Nirzah. Nirzah means that we drank the fourth cup after the Halil at the end. And now comes Nirzah. We say to Hashem, we hope you are satisfied with our Pesach Seder as if it was a Korban. Please accept it. And I just want to close with a thought from... Nachum Siegel. Nachum's told me something very interesting, which excites him. So listen carefully. Nachum pointed out that this year, everybody is alone, one way or another, either literally by yourself or just a couple without your children, without your grandchildren. Now, what's going on here? So the answer is very possibly, said Nachum, just to be able to appreciate what this is and what's going to be next year. That this year, what is happening, we go from Yom Tov into Shabbos. But let me tell you something, my friends. Nachum told me the next year of Yitz Hashem, it's the opposite. The next year we go from Shabbos into Yom Tov. Ah, just like it's the opposite as far as the days. May it be the opposite. Please, God, next year that will be not alone, but please, God, many, many, many of us celebrating with our families, with our communities, in Amir Hashem, in Yerushalayim, Habenuyah. I take this opportunity to pray that Nachum's tefillah and all our tefillos should be mekubal. All those that need a refuah shleima should have just that, a refuah shleima. And we should focus on the positive, what we do have. Thank you, Hashem, for all that you give us. And Amir Hashem, the best is yet to come. Thank you, and a good Yom Tov to all.